Hello, everybody, and welcome to our show. I'm Cyrus, and I'm looking forward to drinking some wine with you this evening. And I'm Brittany, and it's Bunny Day. Yeah, we are recording this on Easter Sunday evening. Happy Easter. Happy Easter, everybody. And uh, on today's show, we will be reviewing Cabernet Sauvignon. So the format for today's show is going to be a bit different than usual. Uh, We're going to be doing a blind comparison this week. So... um, while we finish setting this up, uh, Brittany, why did we pick this wine to review this week? So we chose Cabernet Sauvignon because we wanted to do a red wine this week since we did a white wine last week. And it was also, um, it was pretty highly recommended from our friend uh, to do this because apparently they love this type of wine. Um, and it's, you know, one of the most popular wines in the U.S., I believe, right? Yeah, um, in the world, I think. Yeah. Um, I knew that it was pretty popular, you know, going in, and that was kind of one of the reasons I wanted to review it. But then as we researched it, we realized, wow, this is actually the most popular grape. So. Right, and I didn't know that. Yeah, That's neither did cool. I. Um, so uh, I'll explain for listeners how this is going to work. So uh, we h- had a friend of the show, uh, shout out Avery, uh, set out two glasses of each wine, uh, each labeled A and B. And uh, we're going to smell them and taste them and then try and guess which is which. Uh we have the two bottles here in front of us. We just don't know which glass that we're going to be tasting is from which bottle. So, uh, Brittany, do you want to describe our first bottle for folks? So, for our first bottle today, we have a 2018 Cabernet Sauvignon from Paso Robles in California. Um, and it's from uh, Jay Lore. Jay Lore. I think that's how I'd say it. I think th- I think so. Um, and it comes in at uh, about 13.9% alcohol, which I thought was an interesting number. All right. Uh, yeah, it's a pretty specific number. And what about our second bottle here? So the second bottle um, I chose, <laughs> it's, um, it is something that was bottled from 2019, a Cabernet Sauvignon as well from... Venado, Italy, um, and it's produced by uh, Pizza Lotto. Pizza Lotto? <laughs> yeah. P- is it supposed to be like pizza and gelato in one word? Pizza Lotto. Pizza Lotto. <laughs> um, and this one is um, less alcoholic. It's 12%. Yep. Um, and <laughs> it's vegan and organic. Ooh. Oh. Ah. <laughs> It's very fancy. So Cyrus, do you want to talk about what uh, vegan wines are? Yeah, so this was kind of something that we learned kind of recently because aren't all wines vegan, you know? Uh, what? Oh, it's a fruit. Why is there like animal products in it? But it turns out that a lot of wine producers use animal byproducts to kind of filter or clarify the wine. That's so, weird. I didn't know that until you told me that today. Yeah, it's a pretty interesting thing. And I'd seen it on some you know, labels you see like vegan or whatever, but I'd never really thought about it until, hold on a second. Why, why do they even have to say that? Uh, but yeah, so this one is uh, certified organic and, and certified vegan. So yeah, meat free. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, um, 
quickly, you want to just describe our two bottles for everybody? Um, sure. So the first one, that's from um, California, the J. Lore um, bottle. It has a red label um, with some simple lettering. It's a very simplistic bottle, and it has a nice little picture of like a valley. It looks like a valley in California. Um, and then for our second vegan bottle, um, we have... Just a nice little tan um, tan label with a picture of a dragonfly on it. Cool. Um, and it's it's also not too too much in the destruction area for for you know decor. Just distraction. I said distraction. Did you? I don't know anymore. <laughs> um, but it's uh, the theme is just dragonflies on this one. Just nice little delicate dragonflies. So. Yeah, there's several on there, and they're they're pretty. So, uh, what are we expecting to taste and smell from these, and and how are we going to tell them apart? So this is the fun thing because I also I'm a little nervous because I think that a lot of the tastes are going to be very similar. So it's going to be difficult. Um, so primarily the tasting notes, you would probably get like a fruit forward taste, um, especially those dark fruits like black fruit, blackberry, black cherry, even like jammy flavors, mm. Yep, which sounds delicious. Um, you would also get some other like red fruits like raspberry, maybe even some dried fig. And then for like secondary flavors after the fruit comes in, uh, you could get like earthy flavors like like graphite. Or you could get like spiced um, anise type tastes. That's another tasting note that you could get. Some kind of others on the side. Um, molasses is a usual one, um, which is interesting. I don't, I don't, I know what molasses, you know, smells like. Like think brown sugar. I yeah yeah, but more bitter. No, I mean it's it's got its own taste. It's like a, it's it's a molassesy taste. We have molasses downstairs. I should just take a spoonful and just <laughs> yeah. go for it. Um, so some other like um, other tastes on the backboard would be herbal notes, um, especially like bell pepper or mint interesting um there can also be like oaky flavors which is interesting um and yeah. that brings in like the coffee the cedar toffee tastes vanilla yeah yeah vanilla that from the aging in oak that makes sure sense. yeah um so can you kind of describe what different regions kind of do to the wine sure so th this is probably what we're going to try and use to tell these apart and uh We'll see how that, how that goes. So places like California have a lot of volcanic kind of soils, um, and that can make the wine have a kind of dusty or minerally taste. And sometimes that comes through the smell as well. And then grapes from lower down in, in the valleys in California have more like a fruit forward taste with more tannins and higher up on the hillside has more acidity. So those are kind of some things that we can try and guess there. Uh, we can see on the uh, J lore here that it, you know, it's from Paso Robles and it's got a picture of a valley. So we can maybe assume this is a little bit lower down. Yeah, um, helpful hint. Yeah. It's a hint, little hint that we have there. And then areas that are more oceanic or, or have a more Mediterranean climate like this one that's from Italy here, we would expect to be a little bit more full bodied and a little bit more on the cooked tastes and smells like fig and baking spice 
And both of these wines we've expected to spend some time in oak. So that baking spice might not be the perfect one since we might get that in both. But uh, those are some places to kind of hopefully start to, you know, t- tell these apart a little bit. The Mediterranean climate, more full-bodied. The Californian climate, maybe a little bit more uh, tannic and uh, a little less full-bodied. So we'll, we'll see. Well, it sounds delicious. Let's... Uh, Let's get wine A here. Okay. And um, uh, we'll get whiffs of the smell. So let's uh, talk about what we smell. It smells like pencil lead. Yeah, this is a really interesting smell. Way less fruity than I expected. It smells kind of like uh, cheesecake frosting. It smells like a like bakery stuff. Yeah, I, bakery stuff. I think stuff, like, yeah. like cooked jam almost. Uh, totally agree or like a um a popover you know something like that with with like a fruit filling mm, pop tarts <laughs> <laughs> yeah but but uh with cream cheese the the i'm getting cream cheese for some reason that's what i'm this is such an interesting smell when we f- whenever we figure out which bottle this is please try this out everybody and tell me i'm not crazy this smells like a, a like cream cheese there's just, i'm getting like just a ton like it, i don't know like maybe some woody smells, um, but also some rocky smells. Mm. And then I am getting some fruit for sure, but it's more like the baked, more like the spiced, like like it would be in a pie or a warm tart, like you said. I'm not getting the cream cheesiness that you were getting. Well, you want to compare here to, to wine B? I guess so. So for me, this smells much more like I was expecting. It smells like fish. What? I smell fish. I don't smell fish. My nose is broken. <laughs> <laughs> I this is much more fruity and what I expected oh like a wine to it taste like. It smells like sardines. <laughs> Let me smell your Give glass. Give me your glass. Yeah, let's switch here. Yo, I smell sardines. Yeah, not I don't smell it. I'm sorry. No. Oh my god, you don't smell sardines? I smell straight up just sardines. That's all I smell. Did you right catch now. the Covey? No, don't, don't even. <laughs> it's, it's salty. It's fishy. It's salty. That's what I'm getting. Maybe it's just salty. I don't get the fishy portion. I definitely get fruit. You don't get fruit at all. Well, it's like fermented, but it's there. It's much smells much more alcoholic. Just based on that, it's the, it's the first one, but maybe. We'll see. What the heck? I think we also have a can of sardines downstairs, which we can go smell. And I'll tell you, it will not smell like this. It will smell like sardines. <laughs> My nose is not broken. All right. Well, um, after just the smells, do you have a guess? Absolutely not. Do you? I mean, I guess I said the second one, wine B, smells a lot more alcoholic. So that makes it the J. Lore from California. But... I don't have that much to go on. So let's move on to tasting them, I suppose. You want to taste wine A here? Sure. Hmm. Well, it's not uh, super acidic. And it has some acidity, but it's not super acidic. I'd say pretty medium. It's got the fruit that we talked about. Definitely black fruit, cherries especially. Yeah, I think I am getting like fig though. Mm-hmm. 
I'm getting fig. I'm getting, I think, molasses. Maybe that's what it is. Yeah, it depends. I think that this one is, what did we say, 2018? So it has a couple of eight years of age. Yeah. And that's where the molasses is coming through. Yeah, so now after tasting this first one, without having tasted the second one, I think this one's more like the Californian one because it's pretty light-bodied, still fruit-forward, but it doesn't have like a blinding acidity. I would have expected it to be more full-bodied if it were the one from the Mediterranean from that warm climate. I'd agree. Well, uh, you want to move on to tasting B? Sure. Much less sweet. It's like tart, like cram- like th- I think of cranberries. I agree. That's a great description. Yeah, it's a tart like a cranberry or a, a raspberry Maybe that's, that's too what I'm ripe. smelling. I'm smelling like salty cranberries. <laughs> Trail mix. Should I just mash up cranberries and put salt on them and see if they smell like sardines? You do you, boo-boo. Is that our next episode? <laughs> on this episode, we review craisins. Did you just call me boo-boo? I did. I think I'm sticking with my assessment here after tasting the second one that A is the Californian one but they actually are pretty close it's just well neither of them are full bodied like I think if I think full bodied if I think something that's more mouth feel I think that A is more mouth feel But then again, like, here's the thing. We don't know exactly what the floor of where the grapes were grown in Italy were like. Yeah. That's my problem here. We mostly know what Californian um, wines would taste like or chili wines would taste like in the Mediterranean. But Italy is a totally different story. Yeah, so we have some notes here on the back of the bottle, which say it was situated, the vineyards for this particular bottle are situated in the hillsides near a river, um, which basically describes half of Italy. But uh, we also know that it's in the Venato region, where Venice is, so um, kind of northern Italy. So, um, okay. yeah, so we have some clues there. So with that description, like we talked about hillside earlier, right? That would give a more acidic taste, right? Yep. And I just, I don't get much acidity in either of these. Yeah, I think it's also relative. Like we're talking about more full-bodied, but full-bodied relative to Cabernet Sauvignon. They're definitely different though. Like it's bugging me. The, the Wine A it seems darker than wine B. Wine B is definitely more of a cranberry color, and wine A is more of a of a dark cherry color. Yeah, and the other thing here too is that we're kind of conflating two different wine making methods because this one is, you know, organic and vegan. The other one is not, and is kind of more of a mass produced bottle. So we're getting, you know, a little bit, we're comparing apples to oranges a little bit, which is tough, but. Right. Um, We've made it hard on ourselves. Uh, yeah, we, we have. have but but I, I think that's fun. It's a fun challenge. Yeah. So, so far, <laughs> do you have a guess? Yeah. So I think I'm sticking with it. I think 
<laughs> A, the Californian. B, the Italian. Um, and as I was just thinking about it there, as I was kind of saying it out loud, I think I'm even more with that because B is so much less sweet. And I think to me that just sounds like a more natural process where the grapes have more naturally fermented. And I think that makes me think the vegan one. You see, the trouble I'm having here is I've been to Italy. I've tried their red wines. I don't know what type of red ones, wines they were because I wasn't paying attention back then. So thinking about the red wines that I tried there, they were definitely more full body. They were more mouthfeel. And the first one is giving me that. Mm. But I've never, I don't think I've ever tried a vegan wine. So that's like throwing me off. So maybe, maybe I'll just go on a whim and say that the, because I like the first one better because I don't like sardines in a drink. (laughs) Um, (laughs) And the cranberries, I like cranberries, but like it's just having that be the primary focus on Wine B is just not doing it for me. Mm-hmm. And usually, usually, um, more European wines I like better than American wines. Okay. So I might argue against you mm. and say, I know, crazy, <laughs> um, and say wine A is the vegan one from Italy, Italia, and then wine B is the Californian wine. But my mind is also being like, wine bees kind of weird. Vegans are kind of weird. <laughs> I eat a lot of vegan meals. But, so I'm weird. So I, that's what I'm comparing it to. Um, <laughs> sorry, vegans. I love you. Um, where was I going with this? Uh, something about you being weird or... And God, that's God. the story. That's, that's <laughs> No, um, that's it. can I say one thing to convince you otherwise? You may. Uh, which is that Cabernet Sauvignon isn't native to Italy. You know, it's a French wine. And so maybe all the Italian wines that you had while you were there don't compare to this. You know, and this is an outlier. Well, shoot, Cyrus. <laughs> okay, well, uh, <laughs> let me run across the room here. And Avery has left us a cheat sheet to know... Which wine's which? So, drum roll, please. So, uh, we have the results. The results are in. And I'm wrong. <laughs> I did it. Uh, you did it. Wine A is from Paso Robles in California. And wine B is from Veneto in Italy. I am not bitter. <laughs> so, we... We did discuss it through. I think uh, I think regardless of getting it right here, we made the right points about the way that the wine tasted. Yes. So. And maybe this could have been different if we didn't get a vegan wine. Yeah, it's true. I think that I'd never really tried a, a vegan slash organic wine before. Right. And I wonder if there more of them are like this where they have a little bit less of the residual sugar in the bottle. But... um. Yeah, this was really fun. I will it definitely have to fun. do this again. Yeah, I really like blind taste testing. It's it's stressful. Yeah. <laughs> it's nice to at least have the bottle <laughs> to be like, oh, it's one of these two. Yes. That, I got a yes. 50-50. There's only two, two <laughs> choices. And if I'm wrong, 
Well, and they're it's the same fine. wine. So it's if fine. I'm wrong, oh, I knew that. Oh, it, yeah. It's the hillside stuff that we said. Yeah, I'm wrong. It's not a big deal. <laughs> yeah. All righty. Well, um, Brittany, it was wonderful drinking some wine with you, and I'm looking forward to drinking some more. Oh. Oh, oh, yeah. Me too. Me too. <laughs> and we're excited to drink wine with you, uh, dear listener out there. Thank you so much for supporting us. All righty. Thanks, all. Good night. <laughs>